You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome in, folks, with some exciting news about the New York Giants. At the end of the season, the Giants moved on from Dave Gettleman as their general manager as he retired. They also moved on from their head coach, Joe Judge, and they are now hiring their next general manager, that being Joe Shane. That is the correct pronunciation as we figured that out. We also have determined that is the exact pronunciation, but Joe Shane, the assistant general manager with the Buffalo Bills, will be the New York Giants next head coach he has a number of different levels of experience he's been with the bills since 2017 he was also with the dolphins from 2007 to 2017 before he went to the bills um so he has that regionality of of being a scouting somebody in the scouting world as well as holding a general manager like position as that assistant gm on the east coast and now this is going to be the man leading the New York Giants. And frankly, I, I first would like to say, Chris, I, I'm not surprised. I, I think that considering all the, the indications that we were getting and the names that were thrown out, we obviously knew who was in that final list of the second interviews. Um, it's funny almost how quickly it came up that they made this decision. And we even talked about it yesterday that we want to get the yesterday show out <laughs> as quickly as possible so we didn't get completely sideswiped by the news coming a little bit after, but here we are now. We know for a fact that it is Joe Schoen, and I think that it was a, a pretty indirect, clear sign that this was probably going to be the guy. Yeah, the the Giants clearly hadn't had their eye on him. Uh, he was their first interview. He was their first second interview, and it makes sense. He's young. He's only 42, which you know, compared to Dave Gettleman, that's young. He has a 20-year history in the personnel side of things. Uh, longtime area scout, national-level scout, uh, assistant director of college scouting for the Dolphins, uh, the director of player personnel, and all of that before he became the assistant general manager for Brandon Bean at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, everything I found, this guy has an incredible work ethic. He will outwork anyone. And you know, a former coworker, and this is some, something that was told to Yahoo Sports, is that he's a great communicator. He's smart. He doesn't have an ego, which is, I think, a nice change of pace for the Giants. Uh, he likes to build consensus at likes to build a consensus and he's a good evaluator. So I think the giants may, I don't want to say they made the right hire because I liked each of their three finalists uh, four If you count Hortiz, yeah, I don't think the giants had bad options, but I think they made a very good hire here. Right. I, I feel a lot better at, even if it was any of the other guys that received those second interviews, I feel much better after this hire than I did after the Dave Gettleman hire. I think that a lot of people 
were frustrated. That, that was really a mixed bag. And I don't think you're going to get as much frustration with the Shane hire because of the proven track record. Um, he doesn't have a, a very odd, eccentric personality. And he we haven't yet to have him quoted on saying goofy, aggressive things like Dave Gettleman used to do in these declarative statements that you know he, we can win while rebuilding. Um, and hopefully we don't get that from Shane and hopefully he understands how to work a computer unlike Dave <laughs> Gettleman did. But this is really, really a strong hire. You're getting it from an organization that was, if you look back to the Buffalo Bills, really, really bad before that whole system came in, that whole new organization, that whole new front office came in. They were in the position that the Giants are in right now where there were a plethora of roster holes. There were some good, nice pieces, but it was young and they were struggling and it was expected for them to be really, really bad for a few years. And you almost didn't even know the direction of that Bills team and what it was going to be, but they were able to turn things around. He has experience with turning things around. It's almost better to have a guy like that who knows the work that is going to take that this is one you know, you can't compete while you're rebuilding realistically. It's very, very difficult. But two, all the steps that have to go into doing it and the patience that it requires, which I felt we did not get with the previous regime. Yeah, you know, I don't think Joe Shane is going to be a guy who has a cute nickname for any one position or group <laughs> of players. You know, I, I don't think he's going to be calling wide receiver quick catchies or anything like that. Uh, he, <laughs> he seems like a guy who understands the process of building and rebuilding a team. And he's been involved in that process at really every level from you know, the boots on the ground scouting to assembling draft boards, to really the bird's eye view and long view of building a roster. And I I really think that is what the Giants need, especially a guy who's going to do put in the work, who's going to listen to the people he hires. And he is going to try to make sure everybody is, you know, rowing in the same direction because the Giants have been really aimless for the last uh, decade, honestly. <laughs> and I I think that is pretty much over with. At least I hope it is. Right. Certainly hope that, that there is more of a sense of direction with this team. And the, the other thing I want to note before we speculate how this roster could be built and some of the coaching candidates that are going to come along with him because that is now the next step. I, I would like to note how it's interesting that the Giants were the first team to finalize and officially hire their next general manager. There were a lot of openings and there was going to be a lot of competition for a guy like Joe Shane, which not surprising. He's coming from a really all the things that I laid out, a, an organization that built themselves up from the ground up and they try to do whatever they could to get ahead of it. And I think that that was a, also a really, really good approach that you don't want to be caught getting beat out by some of these other teams in trying to make that decision. Yeah, there was some concern that the Giants situation as it stands now, you know, really tight up against the cap. They're going to have to make some hard cuts just to sign their uh, rookie class. Yeah, you know, there was some concern that that would scare away the, the 
best general manager candidates, but it seems like Shane is a guy who wants the challenge. And I think it's going to be up to the challenge of navigating the situation the Giants are in right now. And hopefully he will be up to the challenge of making the best use of all of their draft capital, really all of their assets, and maximizing those to get this team moving in the right direction. So talking on these general manager candidates that we're seeing, and there's going to be a lot of names thrown out there that are going to be connected to Shane, we've already have indications from the typical pundits, Rappaport, Schefter, bringing up that Brian Flores is going to be in the equation. Um, additionally, you're going to get Dan Quinn in the equation who they requested to interview, which I'm sure that that was preemptive. I'm sure that that was, they knew that they were going to hire Shane when we did that show yesterday and talked about Dan Quinn being requested to be interviewed and they didn't want to miss out on at least indicating interest to Quinn before he signs uh, with another team because there was heavy interest from like the Broncos. Like that was what the big trend was, was that he was going to end up with the Denver Broncos. But in addition to Quinn and Flores, who are the two guys that have uh, previous head coaching experience, uh, Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator with the Bills, he obviously has previous head coaching experience, has not been a head coach in a long period of time, but has produced some really, really stellar defenses since he was the Minnesota Vikings head coach, which feels like forever ago. But the last and final one and the one that uh, I've talked very highly of and I think would be really, really good for this team and this current roster is the hiring of Brian Dable, who is the offensive coordinator with the Buffalo Bills. So those are all the, the, the names that appear to be in the equation. That doesn't mean that a, a dark horse name like we got with Joe Judge can't just immediately pop out of nowhere and be announced or be at least announced that they're requesting to interview. But that seems to be the equation of who it's going to be. Yeah, it sounds like Dable is at the top of Joe Shane's list for head coaches. But just judging by the way the Giants conducted their GM search, I expect them to cast a pretty wide net for head coaching options. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting that most of the names we've seen so far, uh, Brian Flores, Dan Quinn, Leslie Frazier, are defensive-minded coaches, guys who really have earned their living and made their way in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball. Brian Dable is the only one who is an offensive guy, at least so far. I expect to see more offensive names come up. And, you know, that it's interesting because just going back to, I guess Jim Fossil, at least the giants have had pretty much nothing but offensive minded head coaches, right. or at least not defensive minded head coaches, you know, to kind of uh, in, involve Joe judge there as well, being special teams guy. Yeah. I, th I would be surprised if one of the defensive minded guys got it, but only mildly. So <laughs> yeah, that's actually really interesting that you, you bring that up. And I was thinking that right as you said it, that it has really been uh, not necessarily only offensive-minded guys because Joe Judge was a special teams coordinator, but it was not a lot of defensive coordinators as those head coaching candidates. Um, and it's been a while, or head coaches in general, and it's been a while since we've had a guy like that leading the Giants. And it's almost... The whole reset on the GM and head coach, it's its kind of like I'm, I'm thinking to myself of a, a funny analogy here where it's its like if you're going through a breakup 
and you know the, it's just a messy relationship and it's done, you're going to overcorrect whatever the personality of the person you were with before. It's it's natural. It's typically like that. You're not going to go seek out somebody that was the same way. You're going to probably be interested in somebody that is completely different. So in this circumstance, you're you're trying to look for maybe going after a defensive-minded coach, a, a guy that has a defensive background, which is very heavy on this list of candidates. But on top of that, as we already uh, mentioned and talked about during this process, is going and hiring a young, energetic general manager to completely counter what they had previously, which was an older, um, a little bit set in his ways type of a GM that has been around for a long time. And I, I again, I would not be shocked if that defensive coordinator hire is a total 180 from what, or sorry, not defense coordinator, a coach <laughs> hire has been practically going to be a defense coordinator, but I would not be shocked if it is a defensive minded guy and a guy with a defensive background because of that overcorrectiveness that we tend to see with, with some of these resets for teams. Yeah, that, that is natural. That is what a lot of teams do. That, in fact, that's what teams do almost all the time. Uh, I think the only team that kind of consistently goes for one side of the ball always, at least among these teams that are constantly changing head coaches, are the Jets. They just go for defensive coaches every single time. Yeah, yeah I think Adam Gase was the only offensive coach they've had recently and yeah that that obviously didn't work out but for the giants they tend to they do tend towards the offensive side of the ball and i think that really does make more sense in the modern nfl just because of how important offense is how heavily the deck is stacked in favor of the offensive side of the ball and honestly just how bad the giants offense was last year yeah i I wouldn't be surprised if they try to concentrate their resources on fixing that side of the ball and yeah you have to be careful with a defensive coordinator head coach just to make sure that they don't treat the defense as their baby and the the role of the offense is to not lose the game you know kind of the old uh kevin gilbride buddy ryan (laughs) uh dynamic there but yeah i think whoever the head coach will be yeah the biggest thing for them, I think, is going to be that the culture in the locker room where they get all of the players to buy in. They don't go too far towards being a nice guy players coach like Pat Shermer was. They don't go too far to the other side of being trying to be the disciplinarian hard ass like Joe Judge or Ben McAdoo tried to do. You know, they have to strike a good balance. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So the last thing I just want to hit on, Chris, before we wrap up here, what Giants fans should expect in terms of what we're going to get with this new roster and how Shane is going to approach building this team. And we, we don't know for certain. We don't know what his team building philosophies are. They could be very different from what we've gotten from the Buffalo Bills because, you know, every every roster builder has their own unique approach. And, and whenever they get that opportunity to build a team, they're going to want to do it their way. But based on what we've seen in Buffalo, they have made a concentrated effort to really build out that secondary is is one thing that has really stands out. They have, you know, guys like Tredavious White, and then you know the the quality of linebackers that they have. It seems like the approach has has really been structuring that as the strength, and then they have some really nice pieces along that defensive line. The thing that certainly sticks out to me is how this is a very very defensive minded team. And the one thing that I would like to throw out there that I think could really, really come into play here, I think that this is bad news for Saquon Barkley. You look at what they've done in Buffalo at the running back position. It has been a, a, a number of guys that have gotten touches. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. It has not been a lead player. It has not been a, a superstar big name running back. It has been a little bit more um, mid-tier guys that share the amount of touches that they're getting. So I think that that is a big red flag for Saquon Barkley because we've already talked about how that the Giants this offseason might have to cut bait in order to free up some space and then also not be committed to a running back that has been injury-prone. And I think in this circumstance, don't be surprised if Shane says, I'd rather than one guy that is really, really good, but inconsistently on the field. Yeah, you know, I talked before about maximizing all of the Giants' assets, and I think at least part of Joe Shane's calculus and his calculations for what he has to work with in building and rebuilding this team is the value of Saquon Barkley and other veterans on this team, uh, veteran players, and how much are they worth to the Giants versus how much are they worth to the rest of the NFL? Yeah, it, Basically, if the Giants let Saquon Barkley walk after his this contract, his rookie contract is up, the best they're going to get for him is a third-round compensatory pick. And that will be in a while. Yeah, they have to judge right now whether or not getting a potential day two draft pick, plus maybe some extra, it's I have no idea what Saquon's trade value is right now, but I have to assume he could at least net a second or third round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get that value immediately. We saw last year that Devonte Booker was basically the same as Saquon. They had the exact same number of yards. They were about as consistent running. You know, Booker and Barkley were basically had the same consistency running the football. If you can get the same production out of Devontae Booker for less than Saquon Barkley and net a draft pick you can use immediately, you have to at least consider that. Right, that's definitely going to factor into the equation for building this roster and a lot of things to come. 
The next thing that I'm sure that we'll get probably soon within the next week or so is a determination on who is going to be the next Giants head coach. But the steps are now in place for them to go after somebody and to make a decision on who will be that guy. Folks, thanks for hopping in and tuning in with us. Um, If you are listening in on YouTube or on the audio feed, be sure to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on what does happen with this coaching search. Thanks, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.